Hello and welcome to the show that is designed to encourage entrepreneurs and sales professionals to reach for your dreams. We want to inspire you to become the best you can be in life, in business, and in networking. We hope you'll take a moment to like this podcast and subscribe to our channel. We want you to subscribe to receive our text and email updates because we know you wouldn't want to miss a single podcast. You can subscribe and submit a request to be on the show on our website, networkingtodayintl.com slash podcasts. I'm Rich DeForest, the host of the Networking Today Global Podcast Show. So glad to be with you once again. Now let's get this show started. Hey, 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 what's up, universe? What is up, world? What is up, Knoxville, Tennessee? What's up, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina? Everybody, all listeners everywhere, welcome. Entrepreneurs, business owners, 1099 independent contractors. All y'all out there trying to make something happen. Networking, networking, networking. You believe in networking. You believe in business. You believe in growing your business. And uh, all that, all that, okay? It is it is freezing in Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm letting y'all know, okay? And 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 I don't have a long rant here. I got to get to our wonderful and patient guest. Mm. But let me just say something. Here it is once again. I do not like when people say stuff to me like, Rich, you were born and raised up north. I mean, what do you mean you don't like it? Listen, dummy. Okay, just because I was born up north where it like gets minus 30 degrees, okay, doesn't mean I got to like it. Okay? Why didn't you just move in when you were 6? Yeah. I mean, Rich, why didn't With all that money in your bank account. <laughs> like, Rich, why didn't you just why weren't you born in like South Florida then? Right. Like What? Like well, why didn't you leave your mom and dad? Like Roz was saying, why didn't you just leave when you were six? I mean, <laughs> why why didn't you just move to Florida? Okay, Einstein, how was I supposed to do that? <laughs> I didn't turn my... <laughs> I didn't... Sounded, sounded different. <laughs> sounded a little different. Sounded a little uh, different, not going to lie. I didn't turn my... Uh, yeah. yeah. What, 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 it's what is, off. Oh, yeah. It's off now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At least... At least it was on top oh, oh of no. the counter. No, no, yeah. no. Mm, that was bad. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm just saying it's freezing. It's freezing out. And people be like, well, you you lived in Chicago. You were born and raised in Michigan. And uh, I'm like, do you not realize I moved south for a reason? Hello. I moved south for a reason. And by the way. I cannot remember a November that was 19 degrees in Knoxville, Tennessee. You just kind of rapped a little bit. Remember in November. Kind of rapped. Yeah. Thanks. By, By the way, Roz, I keep forgetting for our fifth annual Thanksgiving luncheon coming up one week from today. Would you like to DJ that? Oh, my God. Yes. You are the DJ queen. I didn't even think about it, and I was having lunch with Daddy today. Oh, where did you guys like, go? We went to uh, uh, Viet Taste. 
over by uh, Dick's Little Sporting Goods. And, yeah, Little Vietnamese. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right next to Panera. Love it. They, number 29, bam, so good. Like it. I've never been there. No? Mm-mm. I'll take you. I've only heard that it's good. Yeah, I'll take you. Okay, we'll go in six months. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> we, you don't want to rush these things, Ross. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You never do. I mean, you never do. I mean, I'll invite you to go. <laughs> it's just going. Right. That right. can be the issue. Yes. But so we're there. Okay. Now, this isn't a dance party, right? It's not your typical DJ, like, you know, we're not doing all like all that. Right. We're, no dance floor, right? Like, no no smoke is needed. You know, we're going to be eating no lunch. No smoke? No? No. Okay. I mean, if you want to bring, if you want to bring the, what do you call that? Cloud machine? Smoke, yeah, smoke machine? Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You want to bring that? Bring it. Fine. We're going to be eating turkey. Be like, dang, where'd all the smoke come from? <laughs> we smoking turkey <laughs> in the back, guys. They must be really smoking that <laughs> yeah, turkey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm going to be like, no, that's Roz. Roz is smoking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bam. <laughs> Uh, That'd be fun. But I thought what we could do, we could use one of the tables. You could set up your speakers, play a little appropriate Thanksgiving music going on for the crib. I don't know what Thanksgiving music okay, is, but well, okay, I mean, it's we'll fun. play music. It's yeah. fun music, okay? Right. And you could be playing some Michael Jackson or whatever you do. Ian's favorite, by the way. Ian, you know, my nine-year-old yeah. loves Michael. And we could do that. You could have your little flyers or cards. Hey, Roz's DJ, you know, business is booming. We, did you get that, Roz's? Yes. I, that was just natural. It just happens with me naturally. But you could put it out Where there. Where is it? We're going to be at uh, the Bearden Banquet Hall, Buddy's Bearden Banquet Hall right oh, there on Kingston yeah, Pike. Yeah. And it's going to be the bomb diggity. And you could come to the networking event right after you get done with the show at 10 o'clock. You could come over. We're going to be networking up till 11. Take a break from 11 to 11.30. And then 11.30 to 1, we're going to have lunch. And I thought, man, how nice would it be to not only have some music going – but also to have you promoting your DJ business. Fun. I'm you want, in. You want to do it? I'm down. All right. Yeah. Day and time. Thursday. You got to be ready to go. We're going to eat at 1130. Okay. You're welcome to come over right over after the show is what I would recommend. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to network up to 11 C. Right. And then you could be in. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, look, we got to get to our guest. She's been holding patiently. She's been waiting. And we got so much of the interview to cover today. You're not going to want to miss a single Minute. By the way, Roz been busting my, well, not Roz so much, well, a little bit of Roz, and Todd busting my behind about, oh, you need a new recording for tip time. You need a new record. Okay, fine. We got a new recording for tip time. We're going to get it to you, okay? Hello. Do Come on. we? You, you got it, right? Uh-huh. Oh, very good. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Laura Laurie has joined the program. Hi, Laura. Hey, good afternoon. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you all doing? Uh, well, I was just ranting a little bit about being cold, <laughs> but <laughs> bes- <my> party. <laughs> besides that, we're doing really fantastic. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Other than the cold, I am fantastic. Well, you probably didn't get to hear part of my rant, Laura, but th- here's the thing. People say to me all the time, you know, cause I was born and raised up in Michigan. I lived in Northern Indiana for a while. I met and married my wife in Chicago, right? When I was a financial advisor, I worked downtown Chicago and all that. And they're like, well, Rich, you're from up north. I mean, you should be used to this. I'm <laughs> well, like. I, I was born uh, born and raised in the Northeast. And I never, I was the kid that sat inside and watched all the kids outside playing in the snow. Sister, you're, so. you're talking about me. That's me. I did the same thing. <laughs> You know what I mean? To uh-huh. me, to me, Laura, it's like I, if I said to someone, look, 
I'm going to take this fork right here and I'm going to stab your index finger 150 <laughs> times. I mean, after like the hundredth time, you should just be used to it. I mean, after all, it should be no big deal. <laughs> to me, you're saying the same thing to me. Like, I literally hate cold weather. And, yep. and, and I try to tell people, Laura, by cold weather, I mean anything less than 72. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, it doesn't have to be 19, you know. Yeah, I, my threshold I can handle to about 40. Once we start getting below 40 degrees, I'm out. I, I want no part of it. Well, you know, so. and I'm a runner. I like to get out and run 8 to 10 miles when I do get out. I try to get out three, four times a week and run. And let me tell you, you got to put on so many clothes. By the time you're on the third mile, you're drenched, but you can't take anything off because when it's right. 25 degrees out and you start taking your hat off or your gloves off, then you turn into hypothermia, you know, <laughs> and you're going to freeze to death. Yeah. Anyway. I don't, I don't run in the cold weather ever, ever, ever. It's miserable. It is So miserable. good for you. Well. Uh, my wife bought this new elliptical machine thing, Majiggy, brought it upstairs. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I won't ramble on this long, but I just got to say this since we're on the topic. If I go out and I run and I use the Under Armour app to track my distance and my calorie burn and all that, I'll run 10 miles. I've burned off 1,050, almost 1,100 calories, right? Mm-hmm. This elliptical machine is from hell. This thing is like <laughs> the devil embodied in some kind of Stairmaster machine, right? I'm uh-huh. sweating like like un like unholy amounts of sweat, right? I'm like like I, surely to goodness I've given up a gallon of water right there. And my legs feel like they're going to fall off. My legs I can't even stand up straight. I look like I'm a walking drunk. And it says I've gone for 1 hour, I've only burned 500 calories. And I'm like, "You <laughs> piece of trash." Like, really? You're a liar. So mean, so unforgiving. <laughs> I have burned more than 500 calories, you meanie, you know. <laughs> Vibrant living with Laura. I cannot wait to get into the interview and asking you questions about your business. I have to ask, let me preface, have you ever listened to the show before or are you going to start only after you've had your show? And either one is fine, by the way. Yeah, I'm not um, a consistent listener, but I have had some friends who you've interviewed and I've listened to their interviews. So I have a little flavor and a little feel for for what's happening. So you're okay with you and you still came on. Roz, isn't that great? She still agreed to come on the program. It's surprising. I mean, it is really. You <laughs> she know, didn't even have to. Right. I mean, so thank you. Your check is in the mail, honey. <laughs> Oh, thanks. <laughs> I just stamped it yesterday. Right. Stamp. Uh, Try to cash that at any Walmart, no problem. Uh, okay, cool. Let me just say, though, that we kind of get real on the program, right? We want to talk money. We want to talk business. We want to speak to entrepreneurs, business owners everywhere. I hope you're okay with that because we really want to get down to your business and find out what's making it successful to try to encourage and inspire other entrepreneurs around the world. So I hope you're okay with that. I am down with it. Sounds Sweet. great. Love it. Um, we're going to get right into it then. Roz, are you ready to launch that incredible tip time music? I don't know about incredible, but I'm ready to launch it. Now, Laura, listen, don't let Roz, don't let her lead you astray. Laura, you, you no. say what you feel, honey. Right, right. You don't make, okay. Honestly, yeah. All right. Okay. Let, let All right. Roz, let her be the judge, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. All right, Let's go. Let's hear it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tip time. 
networking and business nuggets of gold each and every week to help take your business to the next level. And it's only available on the NTI Global Podcast. It's time to grab a pen and some paper and take some notes. It's time to expand your mind, look past those horizons, and be inspired to take your business to the next level. And now, with no further ado, let's get tip time started. Now, uh, Raj, you may notice that it it drifts off into the quietness. Thank you, you so much for that. I yeah, appreciate it. You're very welcome. Yeah. Now, Laura, you got to admit, that is a catchy little jingle, don't you think, honestly? That's not how you present it. Just how did you feel about that? It's pretty good. Um, right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I love her already. I'm down with Laura. I like her. No, here's the thing. <laughs> you, okay. She's real. I didn't love it. Oh. Oh. She didn't love she, it. She. She's real. Ro- Roz has influence on people. It's No. She's... I'm being honest. I'm, and one of the things you'll find mm. about me is I am a, really a straight shooter. Like you'll always get Love honesty it. for me. And it was okay. It, you know, it wasn't like, whoa, I can't wait. That music was awesome. But I, I have a pen okay. and paper and yeah, I'm ready to take good. some great notes. Well, listen, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much for your feet. <laughs> we appreciated having you on the show today. Uh, no, just kidding. So glad. Thank you. Well, let, let, dude, let's let's do get into this. Do you believe in this philosophy that I've been touting on the show that leaders are readers? Do you believe that? I do. Okay. Um, well, I think that leaders are readers is catchy. It sounds really cool, but I think kind of the meat and potatoes behind that is leaders are people who are always working on being better. Yeah. So, you know, that, that strive to be better, show up better, do better. And that comes from a lot of work on yourself. So that's being an avid reader, you know, if, and if it's an audio book, um, but yeah, just really being focused on wanting to be your best. And that's a lot of personal development and growth. And that comes from reading too. Oh, that's, I love that. Cause it is so true. So tell us what book can't have you read that has influenced you that we can all read that can influence us? Well, you know, this one's been around a while, but it was probably one of the first personal development type books that I ever read. And it was a gift um, that a boss gave me uh, probably, I don't know, 10 or 12 years ago. And it was so impactful on my life. And it's The Four Agreements by Miguel Ruiz. Are you familiar? No, I've never heard of it. Tell me. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, you got to get this one. It's a quick and easy read, but it is foundationally the principles of how to show up your very best and lead a great life. And it's it just the four agreements. Again, it's a short book, but we talk about the book really focuses on four agreements that you have with yourself, right? So the first one is being impeccable with your word and really covers things like, you know, speak with integrity, say what you mean no gossiping, um, and use your words for love and truth. So the first agreement is be impeccable with your words. The second is don't make assumptions. And that's really talking about like communication and having clear communication, asking questions. And through better communication, you know, we eliminate all the drama, all the misunderstandings that come in life and in relationships. And then don't take anything personally is the third agreement. Mm, That is so hard to do, though. You know, the the third agreement is probably the one that I am the most challenged with, Um, and it's 
something you got to work on pretty regularly, but understanding that people are projecting their reality on you, Mm. right? So their opinions and their reality of a situation is not a reflection of you. Mm. It's a reflection of them in a situation. Mm -hmm. So if you become more immune to people's opinions, you'll find that you'll live a much happier life because you won't be subject to that, you know, that suffering that you're constantly under when you're worried about what other people think about you. And it's really what they think is really all about them. It's their reality. So so, that's the third agreement. All right. So do you mind if I ask a question? I mean, I'm not trying to interrupt you, but I got to ask a question here, I think, because I, 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 I find that when people, there are certain people in my life that when they give their opinion or their input, the assumption on their part is that they are right. And sometimes they are, and sometimes they're not. So listening to people, you kind of have to have an open mind to listen to people because they may be right. And discerning between what is right for you and what is not is quite subjective. And what is what, what you just said to me is so important because people are projecting their reality on you also means that however they see a situation is their own reality and they believe it should be your reality too, even if it isn't. Yep. So how do you, like, how do you tell someone, look, that no, no offense, I'm not going to take your advice. That's your opinion, you know. Because a lot of close, closer friends to me, you know, share their opinions or advice. And just because I don't take it, sometimes it offends them because it didn't do what they thought was right. Mm-hmm. Again, their being offended has nothing to do with you. Mm. That's their own reality. So if, if you offer me advice and I don't take it and you're offended, does that really have anything to do with me? Or does that have to do with you and you wanting to be right in the situation? Mm. Mm, that's good. Did you hear that, Roz? That was spot on. That's some real ish right there. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. She just laid it down. For real. That was really I'm, good. I'm, so, I'm liking that. I will. This that's something that will come like out of this super podcast deep real quick. For real. <laughs> Bam. That's like a <laughs> mic drop moment. Yes. Really. It really because is. their opinion. You know, if they're offended, it's really on them, mm-hmm. not on mm-hmm. you. Right. But right. That's why they make it feel like that, so they can feel like it's on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the that's the freaking game that is played, it feels like. It's like, yep. I'm not that way. If I gave Roz or you or anyone else, you know, my two cents, it's like, I could be wrong. Do what you're going to do, but here's what I think. You know, I'm not offended. If somebody doesn't take my advice, okay. I mean, it's your choice. You make your own bed. You got to lie in it. I'm just giving you my two cents, and I could be wrong. So whatever. Do what you're going to do. And I think there's another component, too. You know, when you look at this, you really have to find your trusted advisors, right? Who are the people that are in your inner circle that you truly trust to give you advice and direction, who are accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish, who've had successes, Mm. have had failures and bounced back, that you truly value their thoughts? And that they're not going to be upset if you don't take their advice, right? That they're going to still love you and be your trusted advisor, whether you do what they recommend or not. 
Those are the people you really have to put into your circle. And everybody outside of that, you know, it goes back to that third agreement. Don't take anything personally. You know, everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got something to say. It doesn't mean that it has to impact and affect every single thing that I do. Because if you live in that space, you will never get where you want to go. You just won't. So I know I, I know I interrupted you, but I mean, this is, to me, I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you. Okay, I've done a lot of these podcasts now, and I'm telling you this much. There's so much truth and gold in what you just said, and we've not even left the first question. <laughs> we, we literally could end the show right now, and it would be worth gold to anyone listening. But I interrupted you. Was there anything more about that book or a, another well, foundation? there's one more agreement. Yeah. There's just four, you know, there's four agreements, and we hit three. And the fourth one is always do your best. In whatever situation you're in, given whatever talent and skill you have, always do your best. You'll never have remorse. You'll never have regret if you can say to yourself, you know what? I did my very best in this mm. situation. Yeah. And so the four agreements, this book really, it was the foundation of my personal development, my personal growth. And I absolutely love it. Again, it's a super easy read, but it's so powerful and so impactful. And I would encourage anyone out there who's listening, who's not read that book to grab a hold of it. It'll be so impactful for you. Thank you. Uh, do you know if that's on Audible? It is. Cool. I'll, I'll be downloading that today. I promise you. Um, all right, let's it. let's talk about your networking tip, okay? You've got to have a networking tip that you can share with us that all of us can glean wisdom from and improve our networking. Yeah. Um, networking is interesting. I think the first the first tip that I have is understanding that networking is a long game. It's about building relationships, right? Finding your people and growing those relationships. Too many times people walk in, I don't want to go to the negative here, but just to explain what I mean by the long game, too many times people walk into a networking situation and they pass out a bunch of business cards. And if they don't generate business from that networking event within a week or so, they're like, well, that didn't work. And that's not what networking is about. Networking is about building strong and powerful relationships where people trust, like, and respect you and want to refer business to you. Know what you're capable of, right, and will refer business to you. So my very first tip is go into networking knowing it's a long game and it's about building relationships and finding your people. Mm -hmm. you're, you know? you're, you're finding your tribe. Exactly. Yeah, find your people. And I, I always say when I got started networking, I I would say I kissed a lot of frogs before I found my princes. There's a <laughs> lot of different people out there. They're not all for me. Yeah. I wish them well, but right. you got to find your tribe. you got to find your people. I like it. Did you want to share so another networking tip with us? You know what? I have another huge tip um, that goes right along with the relationship building. When you show up to network, Walk into that meeting, that room, that situation with an attitude of who can I help? Who can I meet and who can I help today? You know, the laws of, of reciprocity, the laws of the universe, whatever you want to call it, what you put out into the world is what comes back to you tenfold. So if you're walking into networking situations and you're looking to find those people that you can help, that you can lift up, that you can support, Versus who in this room is going to grow my business, right? It comes back tenfold, twentyfold, thirtyfold. Walk in with an attitude of giving. Who in this room can I help? Laura, so at at my meeting, I 
you know, I think sometimes people think that, you know, because I'm the founder of networking day and all this, that I sit at home and don't do anything. I watch soap operas all day long or whatever. And I don't, <laughs> I mean, I'm out, you know, working like everybody else and I lead my own meeting and have led my meeting for over six and a half years. And our schedule for our spotlight speaker spot is probably booked six months in advance. So for me to get on my own calendar can be tough. But um, I had the pleasure of speaking today. And the title of the message or presentation that I gave today was The Giver. And um, to, I, I swear to you, if you would have seen my presentation, it is so in harmony and in line with what you just said. That when you walk into a room and have an attitude of who can I help, that is the giver attitude. And so many people miss that. Great. I totally agree. Can it be coached? Um, I think people can learn. They have to want to work on themselves, you know, and it's, it's a mindset shift on how you approach everything you do. Mm. It's not just networking. If you have a mindset of, I got to make a quick buck, I got to hurry up and do this, mm -hmm. you're not thinking about who am I going to serve through what I do, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Approach your business, approach your life. Who am I going to serve? When you show up to serve people, the money comes. Everything else comes. But if you're focused on what can I take Who's going to help me? You're going to struggle. It's just the way the universe works, whether you like that truth or you don't. So do I think it can be learned? I do. I think it's something that people have to be open-minded to hear and willing to shift their mindset around it. Wow. I love it. I love it. We got to get on to your top three personal or professional habits and the reason why I ask this question, I don't explain myself very frequently, but the reason why I ask this question is they, you know, you ever heard of that book, whatever, what it, what's it called? The seven habits of the wealthier, mm -hmm. rich or whatever. You know, I believe that you can find habits that people develop that lead to success. It might be personal habits or it might be professional habits, but do you have anything that is habitual? Do you have top, you know, top three habits you could share with us that you've done that you believe have led to your personal success? I do. There's a couple of things that consistently I do. And consistency, by the way, is one of my favorite words. If you want to change anything, you've got to be willing to be consistent in order to do it. Um, so that's probably you know embedded in those success habits is the need for consistency. But one of those success habits around that is, um, you've got to take care of yourself first. Mm. We are put here to serve and very much so for women, especially, and I'm not trying to make this gender specific, but women, when they get to a point where they're married or they have children, they tend to put everybody else first mm -hmm. and they put themselves last. And one of the most important tips that I can give anyone is the need for self-care. You've got to nourish your body. You've got to move your body. You've got to work on your mindset and what you think about your spirituality, your emotional mindset. If you want to show up in the world to serve your family, your business, your clients, etc. If you're dragging your butt out of bed in the morning and you feel like a pile of poop 
and you're negative and you have no energy, how are you going to show up your very best in the world? You just can't do it. So it starts with some personal self-care. And like you said, you know, you run eight to 10 miles. That's awesome. Not everybody has to run eight to 10 miles. Go walk the dog for 20 minutes. Any kind of movement, that's self-care. What are you reading? What are you putting your mind into? Are you journaling? Are you working on mentally for yourself? And what are you nourishing your body with? These are the things, like this is the first success tip. If you want to show up successfully and crush your business, you've got to pour into your, your personal care yourself. So, so Laura, you know, it's, it's like totally taboo to ask someone their age. So if you would mm-hmm. want to give a range, that's fine. What, what, what? I am very proud of my age. So you can ask me. I'm not offended. How old are I you? Am, I am 51 years young. Okay. So I'll be 50 in January. I'm 49 now, obviously, but close, mm-hmm. nearing, nearing 50. Yep. I know, Roz. Uh-huh. I look fantastic for 50. I know. <laughs> Roz is looking at me. say anything. No, no. I know. I, I oh, could, okay. It's the body language. <laughs> yeah. I was reading the body language. Oh, okay. Uh, but <laughs> I think um, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of how I want to word this, Laura, because I would really like your feedback on this. Um, I think that people have a psychological hurdle to think about when they talk about self-care because I think instead of self-care, they begin to think that it's selfish or self-centered or self-serving instead of self-care. How do you know? And is there a, and I'm asking this straight off the cuff, ladies and gentlemen, this is not prepared. I'm asking Laura right off the cuff here. She's got to think on her feet, but where's the distinguishing line between self-care and and self-centered or self-indulgence. Yeah, you know, that's an absolutely amazing question. Basic routines and basic things that you do every day for yourself are not selfish, right? But when every day is about you, then it's selfish. Hmm. So having routines that provide health to the body isn't selfish. But if your entire day and everything you do during the course of that day is focused on yourself, like, what are you going to get me? What are you going to do for me? I need, you know, I can't do that. I need to take care of me. That's selfish. And I think sometimes we just, we just need to talk about it openly. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay to take 30 minutes every day and read a personal development book, take a walk, right? It's okay. And sometimes it's okay to go take a weekend and clear your head because you need it. Yeah. So I think when people realize how they feel and they're in tune with how they feel, they know what they need. Like, Hey, I'm not really taking good care of myself right now. I can tell I don't feel great. So it's a fine line, but it's definitely a great conversation that more people need to be having. And it's a conversation that I have with a lot of women who I find are putting themselves absolute dead last in the list of things to be done. So one of the things that I discovered at networking today, um, we, we started, we started a process, Laura, by which I was trying to analyze and evaluate, uh, the characteristics of great leadership at networking today. What distinguishes a great leader from one that is not so great? Uh, certainly one of the first things that you go to is, well, how big is their meeting? I mean, I hate, Laura, let me be so clear with you. 
I hate, despise anyone that asks me about the size of networking today, how big my meeting, what attendance we had. I hate it. And people say, well, how many members you got at networking today? Because all I care about is the ones that are here. I don't care about the ones that aren't, right? And it, it just it just totally rubs me the wrong way. That said, however, one of the things that I started realizing is that probably 73, 75% of leadership at Networking Today is made up of women. And so I started looking just for women as leaders. And then I realized I was really making a big mistake because it wasn't so much the gender as much as it was the characteristics. So what you're saying, I find women to be uh, very nourishing, uh, meaning nurturing. They, they want to nourish. They want to nurture. They want to strengthen others. They want to they serve others, as you, were, as you were just saying, <clears throat> especially if they're mothers. I find it's even more so with mothers. And, um, but men who are nurturing are a great fit for networking today as well. And I really appreciate what you're saying because I think that, I think, I think a lot of people struggle with it. I think the moms and the women out there who are in roles of leadership, who want to put others first so much and always are putting themselves on the back burner. I think they struggle mentally with providing themselves that self-care that they need in order to free themselves up to be successful. Mm-hmm. And I, I really I appreci- appreciate you saying that. I see it a lot with, with fathers, too, because they wear this burden of being the provider. Whether mm-hmm. the, their wife works or doesn't work, they still have that. You know, it's part, it's ingrained in the <laughs> spirit of most men to be the provider. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's at whatever length, right? Whatever I have to do to be that provider. And I'll see dads starting to put their own personal health on the back burner too, you know, working more hours, longer hours, you know, whatever they have to do to be that provider. So I don't want to just single out women because I see men doing it very specifically when they're fathers because they feel this burden to provide for their family. So I definitely see it with men as well. Um, yeah, so I don't want to leave them out. I, I work with a lot of men who have put, you know, they, they gave up their gym membership or whatever because the hours are too long and they want to get home and spend more time with the family. And, you know, they're doing things on the go as well. So mm-hmm. men fall into this same, this same trap of needing self-care as well. Mm. That's a great point. I, I really thank you. I know I keep interrupting you, but you keep throwing out there so many, like, gold nuggets of, like, gold bombs so I got to chime in every once in a while. I apologize. I'll let you get to your other two points. If you have other habits you would like to share. Well, the next one that I would love to share and something that's really powerful in my life. And again, it goes back to, you know, the, the laws of the universe and, and reciprocity, but it's, it's gratitude. Just being grateful where you are right now and for what you have. And I think too many times we forget to be grateful for where we are because we're so focused on where we want to go. Um, but just have some gratitude for how you got to right here. You know, you may want to be way out there, way at the top of your industry or wherever it is, but have some gratitude every day, Mm. right where you are, what you've accomplished so far, and you will find more and more to be grateful for Mm -hmm. with each and every day. So gratitude is a huge practice that I have and something I do daily 
I journal it. Um, and it's just been a powerful tool. So I, if I could share that as another, you know, tip, I definitely would say that's a success habit I have. Do you have a third habit you'd like to share with us or? Uh... Servant leadership is, is really it. You know, every single day wake up and say, who can I serve today? On days when I don't really feel like it, you know, I show up anyway and showing up is half the battle. So if you show up every single day, just show up, whether you feel like it, you don't feel like it, whether, you know, it's showing up at the gym, whether it's showing up at an appointment, showing up at a networking event, showing up at a one-to-one, there's days you don't feel like it, but show up anyway and look around to see who you can serve. So tell us what you're doing today that you believe is taking your business to the next level. Consistency. I think, you know, I, I started to mention that earlier, Rich, that I just, consistency is so big and having emotional, just being emotionally stable to ride out the highs and the lows of whatever comes. And for a lot of executives, business owners, entrepreneurs, having that emotional stability and consistency in your business is really the key that's going to take you to the next level. If your emotions are all over and you can't ride out, you know, the lows in your business or, you know, be excited and and continue to work through the highs. Cause sometimes when really great things happen, right. We slow down that consistency thing isn't there. And when things are really tough, you know, continuing to show up and push through and still consistently do the work that you need to do to push your business forward so through consistency and really having that emotional stability to ride through the highs and lows of, of business, I think are the things that are going to get me to the next level with my business. And I think are huge keys for so many other entrepreneurs, business owners out there as well. Well, I'll tell you this much. Uh, inconsistency will be one of the things that destroys your business uh, to play mm-hmm. the devil's advocate to that one. Um, and being consistent is indeed uh, you know, something that a lot of business owners struggle with. I, I think, you know, on this point, and I want to drill down on it just a little bit more before we talk about your business, but the the one piece is, you know, you see these people that um, when they first started networking with you, they worked at ABC, you know, financial company. And right. then six months later, they were working for the health wrap, you know, and then three months after that, they were connected with the next, multi-level this or, you know, now they're a life coach, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. I think this word consistency is so broad. I, I, I would like to give some, some meat to hang on it. And what I mean by that is, is there something that you are consistently doing cold calling? Uh, I mean, obviously you're, 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 I mean, just from the very first question, you are a believer in self-development, which I can appreciate that. So, you know, um, is there a sales program? Is there a specific training? Is there anything specific you are being consistent with? Showing up is gold. Sticking with something is gold. And those are great. Just curious if there's anything marketing-wise that you're doing that you believe in 2020 you'll grow from the income you have now to double or anything like that over and above just being consistent and showing up? Yeah. So I have a program and a process that I use with myself and with my team, and it's called Income Producing 
activities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds so simple, but, you know, it's really kind of the meat and potatoes of sales. And at the end of the day, you know, I can say anything I want about my business. I'm in sales. So being able to consistently daily, I am a slave to my calendar. I plug in every Sunday what's happening next week. Where am I focusing my attention and time? And if it's not my calendar, it doesn't happen. If it is in my calendar, it's going to happen. And those income-producing activities, six days a week, not five. Some people are happy to work five days a week. I have almost consistently worked six days a week for the last few years and focusing on those income-producing activities. So it's you know, reaching out to the cold market, reaching out to my warm market, following up with those people I've contacted. It's doing some journaling. It's working on my gratitude. It's personal development. And all of those activities are plugged into my calendar every single day. And it's what I teach my team to do. And it's showing up consistently doing those things. The math is there. Here's what you need to do. If you do these things, you're going to have incredible success. It will come. And that's the weathering the emotion piece, because especially in the sales industry, mm-hmm. you know, if you're doing those activities, right? If I tell you, these are the activities you need to do every day and you get, no, no, thank you. No, you get hung up on people. Don't call you back. They don't respond. Right. That's when the emotion starts to come in. Mm-hmm. And that's where just to kind of bring it full circle, you come back to the book of the four agreements. Don't take anything personally. Right. Those people aren't answering. Those people are saying no, whatever it is. You have to weather your emotion, not take it personally and move on to the next and move mm-hmm. on to the next and move on to the next. It's that consistency and ability to not take anything personally that will lead to long-term success. Man. Repeating I'm, the same behavior. I'm telling you, absolute nuggets of gold. Thank you so much. I, I mean, Laura, you know what? I think these are the very things that that people need to think about. Even what you said about managing your calendar, the the number of people that I know that don't live and die by their calendar. My wife, if my wife have a dinner date, she puts it on my calendar. If my kids have a, a, a sporting event, it goes on my calendar because she knows if it's not on my calendar, I ain't going to be there. You know, living and dying and breathing by that calendar and whatever systematic thing you create to keep you doing the activities that are generating income is what is going to lead to success, I think. And I, 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 I mean, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Let's talk a little bit about your business. Uh, I hope I hope you won't mind us diving into your business a little bit. <laughs> you can get on in my business anytime. Uh, vibrant um, Living yeah. with Laura. You can go to lauralaurie.com, ladies and gentlemen. You want to check out uh, Laura, and that's L-A-U-R-A-L-A-U-R-I-E.com, lauralaurie.com. First of all, uh, it looks to me like you're drinking from a fountain of youth. You've got your beautiful picture right there front and center on your website. The... uh, I mean, it's a very nice, very good-looking website. So tell us how you make money. What do you do? Yeah. Um, and I and thank you. I, I um, feel like I'm reverse aging. I think you are. Woo, she <laughs> is hot. You on. are hot, honey. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Come on. Oh, she's woo! reverse aging. That's why. Yes. She's, yes. Yeah. She's getting younger. We're turning the clock back. I feel, I feel better at 51 than I did at 41. So... Hold on um, a minute. Hold on, Laura. Can I do this at 34? Hold on. Hold on. Come on, girl. Notice, really? Roz, you see that You see that picture, right? How gorgeous she oh, is? Oh, yeah. 
Dude, 51 years of age and looking uh, just as sexy as anybody right. else I've ever seen. Laura, tell us <laughs> tell us how you're doing it. Come on. Well, uh, my business, Vibrant Living with Laura, I mean, when I, I got started on the nutrition front um, a little over 10 years ago, and that's a whole other podcast fun story, but I spent 25 years in corporate America, built a big, beautiful career, and got to where I thought I wanted to be and said, this is it, huh? This is it. <laughs> this is what I was working so hard for and right. really knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I had absolutely no clue how I was going to make that happen. Um, got real passionate about nutrition and through, you know, improved nutrition. That's why I'm reverse aging everybody. So like literally nutrition builds the cells of your body. So if you want to slow down the aging clock, talk to me a little bit and we'll talk about how to reverse all that. But I partnered up with a network marketing company called Isogenics five and a half years ago and created a virtual franchise. And I show other people how to create virtual franchises themselves through the network marketing model. And it has been absolutely fantastic. The most amazing thing that I've been able to do to become an entrepreneur with you know, no brick and mortar overhead, et cetera, and in a world that's going completely online um, to be able to do this from an online place is pretty spectacular, but it's really all, you know, vibrant living with Laura is really showing people how to live a more vibrant life, both physically, emotionally, financially, spiritually, and through a lot of really good nutrition. So tell everybody what isogenics is. I mean, I know a lot of people in, you know, direct sales. I know a lot of people in, in this world, isogenics, but uh, you've been doing it a really long time. So let's introduce the world to what in the world is isogenics. Is it a drink? Is it a shake? Is it a protein bar? What is it? Yeah. So isogenics is a nutrition and wellness company. And we truly help people create a foundation for wellness in their life. So it's not just a shake. It's not just a pill. It really is a foundation for wellness. So knowing that our food supply is in this country is nutritionally bankrupt. I don't care how clean you eat. You cannot get all your nutrients from your food today. Wait, are you saying that food. the McDonald's fries are not really uh, healthy for me? Is that, are you saying? I'm that? not quite sure there's actually any food in them. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like real food. Yeah. So I would say no. I'd say probably skip those McDonald's fries. And if you are a potato lover, a French fry lover, I've got a couple great recipes for amazing, amazing French fries you can make at home that are really easy. I love to cook, too. That's a little side note. Um, so, yeah, our food is nutritionally bankrupt. As a society, we're more stressed out than we have ever, ever been. And that stress takes a huge toll on our health. We live in a really toxic world, so we help the body just process through those toxins, balance out that stress, put great nutrition in. I work with a lot of athletes. I work with a lot of people who really want to slow down that aging clock, feel their best, get rid of the aches and the pains, get back to an active lifestyle, um, and just create vibrant, healthy lives where you can show up and, and you know, be, be the very best version of you. So, Laura, um, <clears throat> pardon me so much. This is, okay, okay, I'm still, Roz, I don't know about you, but I'm still stuck on our website. I but am too. If, if you scroll down just a little bit, there the Success stories? Right on, well, I, I, I'm going to go there right after this. You got this Meet Laura Lori section, right? 
and you've got this March 2014, where don't get me wrong, beautiful woman, I'm not saying, any, but you've got a before and after, it looks like here to me. But mm-hmm. by August, sister, I mean, you you had done a lot of changing. Well, the interesting thing was prior to March of 2014, I was already coaching people on better nutrition. I was helping them put food plans together. I was showing them how to shop at the grocery store and read labels. And I was eating a super, super clean diet Um, for me. And I I don't advocate one style of eating over another. So please know if you're vegan or vegetarian or paleo or keto or whatever, I don't advocate any particular one. Your body needs nutrients. That's what I focus on. Mm -hmm. Um, But I ate, for me, a pretty paleo style diet. Um, And I was puffy. And I, oh, and I was working out five mornings a week at 530 in the morning, by the way. Mm. And I was puffy and achy and I hurt and I had brain fog. And despite eating really well and working out, I was just not nailing the results that I was really looking to get from that. You know, I felt old and crappy, to be totally honest with you. And it was through my introduction to isogenics. I, I didn't. I just knew it was nutritional supplements. I really didn't know anything else about the company, but um, I got started on a 30-day reset with some um, what we call cellular cleansing, intermittent fasting. I don't know if you've heard anything about intermittent fasting I have. around a thousand years. Yeah, yeah it's very, it. very powerful to improve your health. And we follow all of those protocols and have for over 17 years. Um, and it just radically changed my health. I mean radically to the point I wanted to tell the world about it. And it looks to me like you've also helped this, this other very good looking mom, Jackie on here. I mean, (laughs) I'm supposing all of these testimonials like Jennifer, a stay at home mama, mom, mom, mompreneur. I love that. I love that. Mama preneur. Yeah. Mama preneur. Is that what that is? Yeah. And you know, I just love it. And I don't know if maybe that's her husband, boyfriend, whatever next to her, you know, why are you all creeper on this? (laughs) You're being creepy. She's totally changing people's lives. This hot mom. I don't know. She's changing. (laughs) There's this hot guy. Is it okay that I talk about the hot guy? No, I already already saw the hot guy. (laughs) I kept it to myself. So, I mean, most of her pictures are of women. I'm sorry. I miss. She's got. Um, I see one hot guy. Do you not help hot guys? You only help hot women. Is that it? I, I, you know what? I have so many testimonials. You can find me on Facebook, and I can share with you. I've got a lot. One of my favorite things, and we were I touched upon this a little bit, but um, I love, and it, it's a catchphrase I have. I love to take dad bods and turn them into rad bods. So. <laughs> Dad bods and turn them into rad bods. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah, dads dads need, you know, the guidance and the help as well. My husband's pictures are not on there, but um, I can tell you, hot dad, you know, he's he's got a great transformation story, too. He was pretty stubborn and wanted nothing to do with anything I was doing, but he needed to um, make some pretty, pretty radical changes. He wanted to go on a Boy Scout um, week-long hike where they like drop you in the Adirondack mountains with a guide and the pack on your back and you spend a week. Not my thing, but he wanted to do that with my son and some other boy scouts. And he had to um, take a physical and he had to be able to pass the physical. And his BMI was a a big factor in that because 
you know, if you have a problem, they don't want to have to carry a you ain't big lying. fat dad out of the woods. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't carrying all that BMI. <laughs> That's all. So he finally um, agreed to let me partner with him to make some changes, and he lost um, 45 pounds and had just a really and, – and, and he was working out too, by the way. He joined a CrossFit gym and just had an incredible transformation. So he went from – from dad bod to rad bod too. But yeah, I mean, through Facebook, I've just got thousands of transformations. I'm, I'm just, it's literally my favorite thing in the world to help people transform their health and to do it simply and to transform their financial situation. You know, we've got a big, we've got a big change in our economy. We're calling it a gig economy where people, you know, they have their jobs, they love their jobs, but they're not earning enough income to, you know, they've got more months than they've got money and, and they're picking up Uber jobs or Airbnbs and they're doing all of these little side hustle gigs to make ends meet. I love to help those people do the job they love during the day and do this right alongside and create a beautiful nest egg for them where, you know, that financial stress and strain is gone too. Because let's face it, if we can get more people healthy, how beautiful is that, right? Laura, they say that the average family... Uh, well, I, I, I think I said that wrong from what I've heard that you could prevent 70% of the bankruptcies in America with an additional $500 per month in income. Let's yep, talk about the absolutely. money. Let's talk about the money you're making. So, uh, what does Isogenics call you? Are, are you an agent, a representative, an independent business owner? What are you called? Associate. Associate. So as you've been doing uh, the the business side, working to build it, you may have started off slow and then ramped up, whatever, but you've been doing it, is it, did I hear you say right, about five or five and a half years? Five and a half years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you don't want to be specific, that is okay. I find that uh, successful entrepreneurs don't don't mind necessarily talking about what they make. Are you making money? Can you give us an idea of how much money you're making? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I will tell you, when people want to join my team or want to learn more, I show them my compensation. It's not a secret. I don't have a get-rich-quick scheme. They can see my progression year over year. You know, I pull my compensation right up on the laptop and show them, look, this is what I made the first year. This is what I made the second year. This is what I made the third year. So it's not a secret. And I know there's a lot of stigmas around, you know, multi-level marketing companies, network marketing companies, direct sale companies, just like in any industry, there's people who do it right and people who don't. I don't have a get rich quick scheme. I'm not going to tell you, hey, come be with me and in six months, you'll be making a ton of money. It doesn't work that way. It's the same blood, sweat and tears. I just think the payoff of the residual income component is significantly greater in my business than in so many others. So my first year I was working um, as I was in human resources. That was my career path. And so I worked my full-time human resources job. I worked every Saturday for two chiropractors and I started building my isogenics business in little pockets at night after the kids went to bed. And in my first year, I think supplementally, supplementally I made around $5,000 my first year. Okay. Maybe a little bit more. Um, I'd have to go back and look now. 
my second year, I ramped up, changed up some career things. And in my second year, I made about $60,000. And that was a full year from January to December versus the first year was I really kind of got started on the business side in about May or June. And I currently rank, and the, you know, every company has different rankings, but based on my ranking within Isogenics and the accomplishments that I've had, um, I am a member of their Six Figure Income Earner Club, and I currently make about $120,000 a year. So that kind of fluctuates. This year's down a little bit over last year was about 159000 Now I'm at about one hundred and twenty. Uh, that merits an applause. <laughs> I mean, that is, I mean, according to everything that is out there, that puts you like in the top 5% of income earners in the United States of America. And you are to be commended for that. And well, thank you. clearly from the book recommendation to your consistency, your consistent approach to doing business your self-care, every tip that you've given, you've clearly used um, to lead to your success. You're not someone out here advising someone to do something that you haven't done yourself to reach your level of success. And I genuinely commend you. Anyone making six figures deserves a pat on the back, in my opinion. Well, thank you. Thank um, you. And one of the, the things that I say is I've made a lot of mistakes and I've learned from those mistakes. I'm, I'm really tenacious when it comes to what I do. So if I'm like, okay, well, that didn't work. I'm going to try something else. When people are looking at this industry and they're looking at different companies or they're thinking about getting started in a direct sale network marketing business, I always say pick a leader who knows what they're doing. Pick somebody who's actually doing it, Right. Like, like your friend Sally is selling something, but she doesn't know what she's doing. Are you going to go join her? Or do you want to really pick somebody who knows and has been there and has like paved the way for you and is willing to lift you up and guide you and show you the way, you know? So, so here's, here's my belief. I was talking to a buddy of mine the other day who was talking about the negative stigma of MLM in America. And anyone that has listened to this program over the last two years ish knows that I am pro MLM. Anybody listening to this? Because frankly, I would like someone to show me the S Corp, the LLC. I would like someone to show me the any business, the independent contractor position. Okay, I was in financial planning for 20 years. And you know what? I was uh, the last few years that I was in the business, well, just over 19 actually, but not a full 20, but still long enough. And I would challenge anyone listening to this program, watching the program on Facebook, I don't care if you're listening to the sound of my voice. When I went out and made a sale, the number of people above me that got paid when I made a a sale, is that not multi-level marketing? I was the sales guy. Everyone else is getting paid. When the realtor works for the broker, and the realtor closes on a house sale and the broker, the brokerage, you know, the real estate brokerage firm gets a cut of that sale. Is that not multi-level? 
when you walk into Kroger and you're buying your groceries and you're dealing with the $10, $11 an hour employee or $7, I don't know what they make, to be honest with you, but whatever they make, when that person helps you with your groceries, do you not think the manager got paid when you helped them with the groceries? And then the manager above him got paid when you did the groceries? And then the regional manager got paid when you did groceries? And then the owners, stock, you know, shareholders, whatever? I mean, I would love for someone to tell me what is not multi-level marketing. But what I love about the MLM industry specifically is the fact that, Laura, you have done it. And your upline was no doubt supportive every step of the way because your success is their success. And furthermore, let's look at it on the other side of the coin. Now you're helping others do it. You want them to be just as successful as you are because when they are, you are. The true, genuine MLM, if it's a good product like Isogenics, and it's a legitimate product like Isogenics, you can make a lot of money. But you also can be a blessing to others, helping them do exactly what you do, and you want them to succeed. There's no threat that they're going to take your job, right? I mean, am I saying anything wrong here? You're absolutely spot on. I mean, there's there's variations in compensation plans within MLM, and some are, are much more restrictive than others. But the overall premise of this industry is if I help enough people, I will succeed. And that applies in any industry you're in. I don't care what you do. If you show up and help enough people in your company have success, you'll be successful. That's what good leaders do, right? They make sure their team is wildly successful because they know at the end of the day, they'll be successful. And for me, I want my team to be more successful than me. I want them to surpass me. I want them to live all their wildest dreams, whatever that is that's most important to them. I want to make that happen for them. Ultimately, at the end of the day, will I be successful if I do that? Yes. I cannot do this business unless I ensure that everyone around me has success. That is the most brilliant, beautiful model to me in the world. There's just nothing else better out there. I absolutely 100%. It would be impossible for me to agree more with you because I'm already there. I love it, and I absolutely love helping other people achieve success, and only MLM does that. The C-Corp, you know, no offense to the Walmarts or the Targets because we need them, the Krogers, whatever. I We need those companies too. I'm not bad-mouthing them. I am only saying that if the whole world worked like an MLM, everyone helping everyone else be successful, we would not have most of the corporate issues and problems that we have. But we're, we're no one – here's the sad truth. Not everyone has what it takes to make it. Not everyone has the drive. Not everyone. If every single person was going to be an independent business owner in the world, we would have no restaurants to go to. We had no, you know, nobody standing there at Kroger helping us. Maybe there's a way to build that as an MLM. I don't know. But if somebody wanted to call you, and by the way, okay, Roz was right. I was gawking at the website. That's true. But ladies and gentlemen, if you want to not only have an income like what Laura has worked hard to build. And and by the way, Laura, you were spot on. You still got to work for it. But man, the reward is so much better. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you want that kind of income, and if you want to be aging younger instead of aging older, 
Don't believe me? Go to our website. <laughs> Take a look for yourself. What I'm saying is if you want it, you can probably help anyone in the world, right? I mean, I don't know how many countries you're in, but you can 14. you help anyone in the in the in the world achieve what you've achieved? Absolutely, and then some. Let's tell them how to reach you. I've already given your website. Um, well, part of your I mean, they can go to lauralori.com, but you can also go to vibrant excuse me, vibrant, not vibrant, vibrantlivingwithlaura.com as well. Let, right. You want them to call you if they're you interested? Call me. You can call me. You can find me on Facebook um, to call me. It's, uh, the phone number is 973-271-6235. You can find me on Facebook. Um, my maiden name is Penny. So if you go to Facebook, you can first find my page, which is Vibrant Living with Laura. You can go to my page and like it and follow me along there. You can send me a friend request on Facebook. It's Laura, L-A-U-R-A, Penny, P-E-N-N-E-Y is my maiden name. And Laurie is my married name, L-A-U-R-I-E. So Laura Laurie, but on Facebook, it's Laura Penny Laurie. Has anyone ever asked you how you found someone to with the last name Laurie? <laughs> Am I the first one? It's a pretty, it's a pretty hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I mean, it's the, the chances of that. thing in the world, but I love it. <laughs> I mean, out of the like six bajillion last names you could have had, you found one with Lori. That's amazing. Isn't that incredible? I tell him every day I must really love him because I took his name and became Laura Lori. So for real, um, <laughs> Laura, my saddest part of the of the week, literally almost every single week, is having to end the program. And I, I, I have worked hard to try to get this program into like a 20, 30 minute segment. And I just, I can't do it because I just love talking business and talking to people and finding out what's taking them to the next level and all of that. And you have been such a blessing to interview and talk with. Is there anything that you are hoping to get out there, like a last minute thought or something you definitely want to talk about or say, uh, you know, before this, sh- this show goes out to the world? that I haven't asked or that you haven't gotten a chance to say, is there a last minute thought? I think probably the only other thing, and it's been kind of infused in our entire discussion is have fun, have fun, right? Sometimes we just take everything in life way too seriously. Have fun, laugh. Life is so much more enjoyable when you can have some fun, laugh at yourself a little bit, crack jokes, make it enjoyable. It's too short to be so serious. Ladies and gentlemen, Laura Laurie is a faithful member uh, in the St. Louis area and has been for, uh, well, not forever, but at least, <laughs> what, about, I, I, I mean, at least what, it, well? Two years? Yeah. And I, I am so glad, you know, you, your primary meeting location you have identified is with Anna Alt. You may go to other NTI meetings in the area as well, but Anna Alt within our O'Fallon group, I'm. She's a rock star. I'm telling you, no offense to my wife at all. I love Anna Alt. I, I she is just amazing. She's an amazing woman. She's an amazing professional, and uh, so are you, yeah. Laura. And I, I am grateful to have successful women with such vision, such passion for what you do, such energy that you bring to networking today. And I'm telling you, I absolutely am delighted to have you 
you know, Anna and others just like you as a part of networking today. Thank you for letting us interview you and thank you for sharing your heart with us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so, so much for having me and let me come on and share a little bit about what I'm most passionate about. Truly, truly. Laura, uh, I'm hoping by this time next week, we're going to have a digital business card to share with you. That's coming out. We're giving all of NTI members one. Uh, we're in partnership and collaboration with VCard Global, and we're going to be working with uh, Ruben Carrillo. I think you know him. Uh, he's oh, going to yeah. be doing some stuff with us as well. And so be looking forward to that. Every single member in NTI is going to get one. In addition to that, we're rolling out what's called NTI Online. You are literally going to be able to network online with people from around the world and expand your business even more and not pay one penny more in membership coming up uh, as soon as next week. So uh, we're going to be introducing it and rolling it out, and I think the world is going to love it, and I think it'll be perfect for you. So keep your eye on that too, okay? That's fantastic. Yeah, looking forward to it. Okay, Laura, have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. You right. too. See you Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, that is what makes networking today so absolutely incredible. And I'm telling you, you got to visit VibrantLivingWithLaura.com. Call Laura at 973-271-6235. She's a member in our Chesterfield, O'Fallon, St. Louis area of uh, Missouri. And uh, her home meeting that she goes to each and every week is our NTI O'Fallon meeting. If you want to find that, you can find her contact information and even contact her from our directory on our website, networkingtodayintl.com, or the mobile app on your Android or your iPhone. Either one, go to the directory, search for Laura Laurie, and I don't think that you will regret doing that. Keep in mind, the things that I just mentioned are going to take networking to an entirely new level. At absolutely no additional cost, not one penny more. This is the value add that networking today is giving to people. And I'm telling you, we are, we are the premier networking organization in the entire world right here. And you know what? Roz, I'm going to say something real quick. I got an, uh, uh, not, not an argument. That would be a lot of things real quick, but what's up? (laughs) That's fair. That is very fair. It wasn't an argument. We we were talking. And someone's like, Rich, you didn't even come to our meeting this morning. Yeah, you didn't come to our meeting last week. You know, I'm like, why do I need to come there? Well, you're you are networking today. Hold on right there, Bucko. I am not networking today. I'm not. We are networking today. Mm. One of the things people need to hear is if Rich DeForest got hit by a truck driving home this afternoon. If networking today cannot continue with amazing women and people and professionals just like the the Laura Lori who we just got done interviewing, then it's nothing at all. You see what I'm saying? I agree. Th- th- this is we. This is us. This is what we are building. And I don't have to show up at your meeting. Your meeting should stand on its own merits. Not, oh, it made it a meeting, and, and and Rich, our founder, is here. So what? So what? I started it. Big flipping deal. So I started it. Big. He said, "Oh, but Rich, people see you as networking today." I said, "Then they see me wrong. They see me wrong. When they look at networking today, I want them to see all eight 
hundred of our members as one united networking family working hard to support each other and grow business together. That's why I encourage Roz to start her business. That's why I encourage Laura Lori to keep doing her business. Anna Alt runs a good meeting. We all get together. We run great meetings. We all network together. When we network together, we build relationships. When we build relationships, people are thinking about us. We're top of mind. We're more likely to get referrals. When they are talking to someone that needs what you got, they think about you, you're more likely to get a referral. And if you get a referral or an introduction from a, from a partner that you know and network with, that is what leads to revenue. Bam. That's how it works. Mm. Look at that. Laura, I'm telling you, you're gold, sis. And I'm glad you are a member of Networking Today. You may do networking elsewhere, but I'm telling you, you help make up what makes Networking Today great. Is she fine? I mean. She's gorgeous. I'm, st- I'm still on her website. <laughs> <laughs> You are uh, creep face. Uh, I mean, <laughs> she did I'm, say she was married, Rich. You know, you are too, and stuff. Yeah, and she's yeah. married to a rad dad. Yeah, rad dad. <laughs> <laughs> I can bump him. <laughs> I'll arm wrestle you. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, that probably wouldn't work. Um, <sighs> if you're still listening, if you're still tuned in, and you have yet to visit laurelaurie.com. That's on you. I mean, unless you just don't like looking at beautiful people. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hello. If she were a beautiful house, by the way, I'd still be looking at the beautiful house. She's not a house, though. She's a beautiful woman. But she's what I love about her is everything that she said. Mm. It's her heartbeat. It's her her professionalism. She was spot on. And you know what? If if I mean, what I love it says empowering, empowering men and women to be healthy. And transform their lives. She is a giver. And that is exactly what I spoke about this morning. And she had no idea, Roz. But that's... I I swear. I swear. If I could take people like Anna Alt, like Laura Laurie, like these people. And I could freaking clone them. And we could have them globally. Networking Today would be unstoppable. Mm. But not because of Networking Today. Because of members Think the way that she thinks. And have that drive and that motivation. I love it. All right, you're going to do DJ stuff for us, right? Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this uh, program, you're in the, anywhere in the driving distance of the Knoxville area, I invite you to join us. But you do have to register for the event early. You got to do it now, 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 now. On the events tab, on the app, on the events link on our website, go down to November 21st. We're raising money for Fostering Hope. Uh, Tennessee, my good friend Alan McMichael and his granddaughter started this cause to help fostering children. I want you to to support it. Lunch ticket is only $25 per person or $45 for two, or you can make a cash donation, $25, $50, $100 increments, and we invite you to support what we're doing at NTI Cares to support local charities, and this is a fantastic event with a fantastic meal. $14 is going to cover your meal. We will network from 9.30 to 11. We will have lunch together from 11.30 until 1. Next week, next week, when I do this program, I'm going to tell you why Thanksgiving is the holiday, the official holiday of networking today. Roz, it's been a blessing to be with you. Thank you for producing the program. As always, thank you. For always. You rock. You rock, and you buddy. know you do. You rock. Laura Laura thank Laura Lori, thank you so she much rocks. for she does. 
Thank you so much for being on the program. And to all of you who listen, thank you. Like it, share it, share it with the world, and make sure to support your local NTI chapter. More coming next week. Adios. You've been listening to Networking Today International's global podcast. We hope you're more encouraged to face tomorrow's challenges head on. And because you're a networker, we ask you to not only subscribe to our podcast channel, but also share it with others. Don't keep us a secret. Share all the great things happening at NTI with your family, friends, associates, and coworkers. Lastly, we invite you to visit a Networking Today meeting near you. If there's not an existing meeting in your community, let's talk about how easy it is for you to start one. Learn more by visiting our website at networkingtodayintl.com. I'm Rich DeForest, host of the Networking Today Global Podcast. Tune in again next week where we'll remind you once again that you're just one introduction away from changing the course of destiny.